0: What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to RocketMortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's RocketMortgage.com. Or call 8338-ROCKET. Rocket.
1: A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030.
2: We're in a battle for America's soul. Liberty is at risk. It's time to speak up. Welcome to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says, for years, Brooke's been behind the scenes, helping conservative leaders articulate a vision for a better America. Now she's front and center and the mic is hot. Here is your host. Brooke says.
3: Hello, hello, and welcome to Brooke Talks America, where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective each and every time. I'm your host, Brooke says, conservative patriots. Still very proud, deplorable, and columnist, which you can find on my website, brooktalksamerica.com. Uh, make sure to connect on the social medias before we get nuked. Facebook, Brook Talks America, Twitter, at Brook Talks USA. I'm on email. Go to the website for all that. Um, if you'd like to partner with the show and be a sponsor, go ahead and email me. And if you'd like to donate to the show to help support conservative voice like mine and others, always, you know, Put your put your dollars where your values are. You can go to the website and donate for that. I'm here with my co-host, Colonel Jim Warshuk, who's the former deputy director for intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council, currently is the Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman. And I always like to remind everybody he is the first retired military officer in Florida to endorse Trump. And we stay MAGA and America First. You can listen to archived podcasts of the show on my website. And also, I'm on Captain's America Third Watch every first and third Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. on this station, Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer. The podcast is available on iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Potomac, and a bunch of other ones. Also, I have an app which you can find in the Play Store. Go to the website. If you'd like to receive email alerts for upcoming articles or show information or anything like that, go and do that um today's show is dedicated to those brave beautiful warriors who were killed this week in afghanistan you know many of them are in their very early 20s it's unfathomable i don't have children i can't even begin to imagine what that knock at the door is seriously um for them and all of our brave warriors lost and their families we mourn for you we love you we're praying for you i know it's not worth that much but we do um please veterans check on your battle buddies And if you are thinking of harming yourself and need help, please, please, we beg of you, call the hotline and get help. The phone number is 1-800-273-8255. We are with you. Your comrades understand. They know what you've been through and ask for help. Before we get into Afghanistan and what's going on, obviously, you know, that's... um, We're going to have a lot to say on that, all of the stuff that's coming out like lightning speed. We're going to talk about coronavirus, which is the forever forever show of the coronavirus and the pandemic, And so you understand it was the one thing on which Biden actually polled well, which is surprising to me. For some reason or another, that issue, he doesn't have a base of anything else. He doesn't have support. He didn't have good polling, but he had good polling on that because the media was able to spin against Trump. So with everything... That is going on and falling apart for him. The the White House and the media are going to be pushing that especially hard. I mean, they've been doing it, but as you've seen lately, that um, you know they the FDA approved the jab, so that's mandatory now uh, for Pfizer. Obviously, and people need to understand the companies have immunity, so doesn't matter what happens to you after getting the jab, they have immunity. Just keep that in mind. So, you know, and also this week, we talk, or we talked about it last week with the January 6th non-surrection, that is, you know, more information is coming out about that. So all the stuff that's falling apart, the narratives and everything about that and about everything else, they're going to be pushing the uh, the jab and the Rona. So with the Lambda Beta and Kappa Delta and every other variance, which I call Scariance, the left is once again seizing on its desire for control, including the communists in on the, County Commission in Hillsborough County for control with mask mandates. And now they want to force everyone to get the job. Uh, Shay Castro, that's her name in Tampa, wants all of the people in the county to get the working in the city of Tampa to get the job. Here's a big problem, though. The military has come out this week and talking about manda- mandating it, which would mean if you don't get it, you get court- court-martialed, and I want to make sure that we cover that with Jim you know, in a minute. Uh, you know, We'll see if they relent with the atrocity that happened in- this week in Afghanistan. I Kirby seemed very adamant ab- about it, even still. Um, but, you know, you can't really push when these are your military that are trying to uh, get back into the war, which is apparently what they want. So, you know, they're mercenaries now, they're relentless, and they're trying to purge your military of good people and replace them with the people that like that woke soldier if you saw the video this week talking about if there was an insurrection act that she would turn her guns on you so I think she's a woman. It's a moron. I'm not sure what it is, but it hopefully fired. But, you know, that's that's who they want in the military. These people want control. This is not happening in other countries, by the way. Candace Owens came out and uh, was talking about how she was just she just came back from the UK and they don't have mask mandates. So this is an American left control mechanism, which they've had since the beginning. They're going to keep it up. They're going to have every scariant through when because the demon dwarf Fauci is of the left through September, through November, through January of next year, which is coincidentally the midterms. If you have a brainstem, you need to understand what they're doing. It's not about health, right? It has nothing to do with that. It's all about control. And they are cruel and vicious people. The idea of masking children, you know, our amazing Governor DeSantis uh, is trying to stop that That mandate of masking children and he tried to do it for the whole state and a judge in tallahassee came out and said that they that counties and municipalities can so he's fighting against that there's no reason to mask every child in a county in a state in the country it's ridiculous and it's cruel and the democrats are cruel and vicious people but here's the brilliant Victor Davis Hanson explaining why so many Americans don't trust this. Since the beginning, they've politicized this. As soon as they realized that they could do, they could use this to politicize against Trump, they did that and they've been doing it ever since. So, especially the demon dwarf Fauci. And by the way, remember that almost 18 months into 15 days to flatten the curve, the American people have done nothing to punish the Chinese Communist Party government and instead... The left is blaming us, people like you and me, and people who listen to the show for the virus. Not China, not Dasik, not Barrick, and not the demon dwarf Fauci who was funding all of this gain-of-function research. You, you're the problem. The unvaccinated, you are the demon. So listen to uh, VDH on that.
4: From the get-go, Tucker, we we were never told that there was a lab connection. There was a likelihood, a strong possibility of an engineered virus. There was even a more bizarre likelihood that members of our own National Institute of Health had subsidized that gain-of-function research. And then we had this platonic noble lie from Dr. Fauci, mask, no mask, travel bans good, travel bans bad, herd immunity, 60, 70, 80, 90. Uh, the vaccination, don't worry about other people, just worry about yourself. Because once you get it, you've got 96% immunity. You don't worry about other people. And then they weaponize it. They said this particular racial group, i.e. white people and Trump supporters are derelict. They're endangering us all. I think the former CIA director said, send them to Afghanistan if they're not going to get back. So when The actual data showed that Latinos and African Americans had a, a lower percentage of their demographies getting vaccinated.
3: Yeah, that's a really inconvenient truth for the left. Who doesn't want the jab the most? Blacks and Hispanics. So as I've said before many times in the show, the door-to-door is going to be especially fun. Here's a woman laying down the law on this issue and how we should think of it. You know, we are in a war, okay? We're in a war with the permanent political class and the bureaucracy, and this is a psychological and information war. They have forgotten that they work for us, and we need to remind them
5: and you know one of my big problems is our vaccination of the military um i'm a 10-year navy surgeon and uh, so i have navy people and, and and army people calling me um there were only 20 deaths of all the active duty in, tw- in 2020 for COVID 20 and all the services put together they have a big now that they didn't have when i was in they have a big epidemiologic base and they can find out exactly what's going on there are only 20 deaths we we're vaccinating everybody and um, we've already had tumors, and we've had 80 cases of myocarditis, which I'm going to get to. But myocarditis has a, has, has a significant mortality, five-year mortality rate. I think it's 66%. So we, with the vaccine program, have ostensibly killed more of our young, young, young active duty people than COVID did. Um, leukemia, another, another uh, blood dyscrasia, cancer. There's 48 per year on average in, in VAERS. We now are up to 229. Uh, myocarditis that I just mentioned in in 31 years of the bears, there were 317 cases now this year 1113 so so you can see the, the 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 ongoing numbers and I can pick almost any diagnosis and you will find the same issues so the question you have to ask is why why are we not stopping this we stopped many things for far less we stopped working on respiratory syncytial virus vaccine because of 22 deaths of infants in the hospital. We stopped the H1N1 after 53 deaths or 53 serious adverse events. So we are now doing 53 probably a day. Why are we continuing to move on here? Well, in my opinion, um, I think you have to look at your worldview. And this is my new my new thing, when I talk to people, I say, if you know, if you think we're fighting a virus, you're going to act like a victim. If you think we're, fight, you're, we're fighting a war, you're going to act like a warrior. And my uh, my argument is, we're in a war. Now, we have to determine, it's a fifth generation, uncharacteristic, unrestricted war, but we have to determine who the enemy is.
3: You hear that? It's absolutely true. There's no reason whatsoever, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, except if it's a purge. Because... When you have data and when you have facts, and here's the thing, they're not allowing data from anyone other than the left, the approved agenda drivers who are on the payroll and affiliated with Big Pharma, and China, by the way, the Chinese Communist Party, and all of that gain-of-function funding, they're not letting the data get out from anybody else. She gave you data. They know that data. There's only one reason. You have to call your congressmen, your senators, and tell them absolutely no, 202-224-3121. You have to start blowing up those phones. A government of the people, for the people, and by the people must include the people getting busy. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says here with Colonel Jim, and we will be right back after the break.
2: More Brook Talks America. Coming up. There's a place up ahead and I'm going. Just as fast as my
0: feet in the Come away, come away, it keep going.
2: Welcome back to Brook Talks America. Visit Brook Talks America on Facebook. And now your host, Brooke says.
3: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. And again, remember to follow me on Facebook, Twitter. Follow Colonel Jim on there as well before we all get nuked off. Do you need a tax preparer? You have rental properties. You need worksheets to help gather your information. If so, contact Deb Snyder at 727-424-4499 or email her at debsnydertax at com. You can find her on the IRS Directory of Federal Tax Return Preparers. She stays up to date by successfully completing the annual... F- Federal tax refresher course that covers filing season issues and tax law updates. And of course, remember to tell her that Brooke sent you. And make sure you check out Patrick Hyland at the Sports Zone Sundays at 11 a.m. on the station AM 860. And so, you know, as we heard, Right. So Victor Davis Hanson uses the word that's very important, weaponized. They weaponized the virus against for the election. We've said it since the very beginning of the show. Everything about 2020 was for the election. Everything going from now until next year will be about the midterms. The Democrats know they're in trouble. They know they stole it. They know they're in trouble. They know all of these fake narratives are blowing up on them. OK, and now you have Afghanistan. So they did get through that disgusting three point five trillion dollar budget. And, you know, we'll have to see you have to stay on your Congress people and make sure that they don't get some craziness in there. I mean, these these things are so serious that once they're in, you can't undo them. OK, because if he if Biden can't do it, they get him out and they're going to put Kamala in anyways. So they're weaponizing everything. They're weaponizing it now against you and me because of the January 6th non-surrection. All of this stuff goes in line then with what's going on in Afghanistan. Remember, the past few months, Millie and Austin, what were they talking about on Capitol Hill? CRT. The same people that have been dying for this country, most of them white men, They've been on Capitol Hill saying that they're bad, but don't you know when it gets when they when it hits the fan and they need people to go back in to clean up their messes? Who do they send? Those same people. No, they're not all white, but a lot of them are. Those are the people that run your wars, okay? Neocons. So send your own kids. Bush, uh, bombs away, Cheney, SASS, you little muskrat squirrel looking thing. Send your own kids. I don't want to hear it anymore. Anyways, Jim you know we have to talk about afghanistan where we have the largest mass casualty in 11 years which is biden's benghazi and ironically think about this you know benghazi happened in 2012 10, 11 years after 9, on the anniversary of 9-11, this is happening just before the 20th anniversary. You know, I know people that want to criticize Millie and they should. But General Lloyd Austin is the Secretary of Defense, and he needs to be blamed and removed as well as McKenzie and all the other morons at the DOD. OK, they've been poking, you know, pushing, like I said, this woke nonsense of CRT. They've neglected. They have negligence at best and complicity at worst has caused up to 16 to be needlessly murdered. And by the way, there are still a couple of dozen that are in the, um, you know, in, in the hospital, that are very seriously wounded, and they might, some of them might succumb to their injuries. So it's not, we're not in any way, the number is probably gonna go. So people don't wanna criticize Austin because he's black. Okay, this is the same thing, and Rush talked about it with Obama. You know, he, he got away with all the stuff that he did because people don't wanna criticize him because they're afraid to be called racist. I don't care. Millie is white. I criticize him all day long. I don't care what color you are, I don't care what gender you are, or any of that other stuff. Austin has to go, Millie has to go. This guy's atrocious, and I want to, you know, I'm going to play this clip by Gates, and then I want you to talk about this, uh, Jim, because I know that you have worked with Austin as well. But here's Gates on Austin, very quippy on that, which is great.
0: Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin might be the stupidest person to have ever served in a presidential cabinet in America's history. He has failed up more than anyone I can imagine in the conflict in Syria. Remember when Barack Obama thought that we could be involved in regime change in Syria? Like, like we were trying to go win something in Syria. Like that was going to be, you know, the 51st state or something. Well, they had General Austin at the time. His job was to go and put together a Syrian fighting force. And after the first battle, he had trained four or five people who survived. They had spent 40 Eight million dollars on that project. And if you spend 48 million dollars to train up a fighting force, you should definitely know if it is four or five who survived the first battle. (laughs) There should be no distinction about that. You should definitely know. But this guy proceeded to fail up. And when he became the secretary of defense, his first action wasn't a sane analysis of what was really going on in Afghanistan, it wasn't the interests of our fellow Americans, he had a stand down in the military so we could all reflect on our white supremacy and our extremism. The problem faced by the United States military is the threat of radical Islamic terrorism, not the threat that comes from the patriotism of the people who wear the uniform. They are not the ones we should be targeting and investigating. They are ones, the ones we should love and we should honor. They're expressing an elite level of patriotism, and it sure would be nice if the leaders in Washington would husband that appropriately and would honor it and would use it correctly.
3: Yes, that's a thing that people need to recognize. Now, that, um, that was obviously played before. The massacre this week. So it was, you know, some dinner that he had. But what the points that he makes are incredible, right? This is what we talked about back in the when ISIS came around. Is like these are the people that we're supposed to be training, whether it's in Afghanistan, whether it's in Syria, whether it's in Iraq. You're spending. It might come out really, and it it probably is that half of the DOD is just a money laundering thing. So they get it into the they money launder it into supposed wars, and then they all take their cut from Raytheon and all of the very Which, by the way. Austin comes from Raytheon mm, isn't that interesting so he's a defense contractor totally useless you know and Gates makes a great point on that. All that money, $48 million. Do we not have people in America that need help, that need things, that $48 million could go a long way? I drove to on Old Hills Road to our event last night, and there were like 50 potholes in a three-mile stretch of road. Maybe that $48 million would be better for that than teaching four or five people that didn't actually fight, that ran. And by the way, some of them were crying because they knew that we had sold them out. This is Biden's Benghazi. Jim, talk about Austin, too.
6: Okay. Here's the thing if you're a general officer, if you are a general officer, there should be no reason to make an exception that if they do something wrong, they should be held accountable. I don't care about race or ethnicity or whatever. If you screw up, you should be ready for criticism, and I don't want to hear, well, if we criticize them, it's racist. It's racist if you don't criticize Absolutely. them.
3: Absolutely. To was the make an exception,
6: Obama. to cover up a major screw-up, is there's just no words for it. And here's the thing. We, yeah, we all know I like Donald Trump and I support him. But I support him not because of who he is. I support him because of the kind of actions he took and what he did and his strategy and how he did things. Donald Trump, when he walked out, left the plan, so to speak, on the table for them. And I can guarantee you, everybody knew Donald Trump's plan would, be, would work if it was implemented the way he wrote the plan. And part of that plan is if you do one thing, if there is one death, one loss of life of an American, we will vaporize you. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump proved that time and time again with Soleimani, with al-Baghdadi, mm-hmm. when he was sitting there eating chocolate cake with China President Xi, pushing the button, so to speak, to launch a Moab in Afghanistan. He set the pace, he set the tone, he said, this is how I operate, this is how America works in the world. Next, let's do this and let's do it right. And I guarantee you, there was nothing in the plan that Donald Trump had that says, we're going to abandon all our major airfields before we try to do an extraction. And oh, by the way, we're also going to leave $85 billion worth of military equipment and hardware and for the list. enemy to, 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 to utilize whatever they want. And the kill list of, <laughs> here's all the people that need to get out, Taliban. Make sure you, you target them now that you have their names and where they live
3: unbelievable yeah you mentioned that and we've talked about that on the show a lot so that was a this has to be deliberate you know we're gonna we're gonna get into all this stuff but this has to be deliberate to discredit to disgrace and to embarrass the united states i don't really feel that it does that i think it just shows hopefully it shows the world that this is leftism the the goal will be in my opinion if we can discredit leftism liberalism wokeism and this effete feckless globalist plan maybe their deaths will not have been in vain that would be the only thing but as a reminder you as citizens these are your marines who died these are your sailor soldiers airmen and marine who get taken out sending for foreign wars that you know pointless foreign wars these are your politicians this is your government you, me, we need to hold them accountable. Call that number, 202 224 3121, and hold them accountable. This cannot be allowed to stand. But, you know, I played audio before of Jake Tapper hammering Blinken, and he was shown, you know, he was shown to be just as effectless as the rest of them. But the thing that I think is becoming evident, whether it's P. Saki, whether it's, you know, Sullivan, who is an Absolute clown. This is toddlers running this regime. Okay, academics with zero real world experience. Here is one. And this is uh, CNN fact checks this guy on them saying they weren't stranded. The Americans weren't stranded.
7: And I understand the White House wanting to reassure the nation that all Americans will ultimately be evacuated. But there are no doubt Americans who feel stranded in Afghanistan right now.
2: Yeah, some of this appears to be, as you point out, a message of reassurance, and, and some appears to be parsing words on what exactly is stranded. Jen Psaki appearing to say that if you want to get out, the U.S. will go to great lengths to get you out. But the Pentagon has acknowledged in a limited number of cases, according to what we've heard, that there have been Americans who are having trouble getting through Taliban checkpoints, who are having difficulties and problems getting to Kabul International Airport. And that appears to be what she's not acknowledging here, that there are Americans having issues. Limited numbers, the Pentagon says, but it is certainly happening from what we've heard here. From what we heard from the defense secretary and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs briefing members of Congress.
3: Yeah, it's like, oh, pass the salt. They're there. They're stranded. These are the clowns that, that Biden has. These are glorified Glee Club members. These are the p- people pointing their fingers at you who said President Trump was incompetent. Everyone on this planet knows that Trump would have made a skating rink, as Jim said, if this had happened on his watch. No questions asked. These people, this is leftism. This is the modern Democratic Party. They're Democrat. I don't even call them Democratic. There are no adults. Bring the adults back. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim, and we will be right back after the break.
2: More Brooke Talks America, coming up.
8: It's truly a sad day in our America. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. Don't be surprised if soon you seek rusted streaks running down Lady Liberty's tear-stained cheeks. She, like many, is broken-hearted over the evil mission of those far-flung leftists throughout government, academia, corporate America the entertainment industry, and even church denominations on their hell-inspired mission to wipe from our republic the very liberty that was the inspiration for the creation of that New York Harbor lady whose shining torch welcomed generations of legal immigrants who came to these shores to become U.S. sovereign citizens. As of this day, far too many born in this exceptional nation are pretending to disdain past sins committed against others while literally seeking to enslave we the people and destroy the numerous good elements that made the United States of America the one-time envy of the world. But I believe we can turn today's sadness into the joy of victory if we seek providential guidance and push back the darkness. Welcome
2: back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Connect on Twitter at Brooke Talks USA. Here's Brooks Says.
3: Welcome back to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. And remember to check out Patrick Highland at the Sports Zone, Sundays at 11 a.m. on this channel, this station, AM860, The Answer. Also, this segment is brought to you by Barely Pod Furnishings in Crystal River, open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 3. They're a 3,000-square-foot store with unique home decor for making your house a home, including a large selection of original American art, glassware, and pottery. Get 20% off using code BTA20 and Remember to tell her that Brooke sent you. you. know, we talk, obviously, this is a conservative show. So we talk about politics, very snarky. We're obviously conservative. So we go, you know, we go off to the left in that way. But I do want to say, you know, this is a, I was thinking about this today, and it's it's not really talked about. This is, the problems that we're seeing now, a lot of the things were exposed under Trump. Obviously, we, we you know, the phrase like drain the swamp, we always knew that it was really bad, but you know, and we knew the academia was bad. We know the media is bad. We know the left. Hollywood is leftist and everything. So we talk about it. We don't really think about it so much. We say, oh, there." I don't think really people understood how rotten the military is. And that's the problem. The, not the military itself, but the military is a giant bureaucracy, just like any other giant bureaucracy. OK. And the problem is pensions. When you have a vested in this, also goes. I'm sorry, it goes for law enforcement too. When you have a vested interest in ribbons, stripes, stars, and pensions, and then graduating out of your work and going to work for a defense contractor, right? That is questionable motives. And I'm sorry to say that was the last bastion for me as a civilian who loves the military to see this this stuff with Millie. That that Marine commander just grossed me out with what he said about the taliban i don't have the clip but you've heard it i'm sure you know we're we're cooperating with the taliban these are the kind of things that are really unacceptable but it goes both ways by the way okay so it's a bipartisan issue and i just want to remind everybody because i'm going to play you know a clip of jesse kelly we're talking about obviously biden is there you know i despise biden i despise barack obama they don't love the country, okay? They have no patriotism. They hate the country. They use it for their own financial gain. But the problems are in both parties. And by the way, I thoroughly despise Lindsey Graham. With a passion I can't even explain. This guy is on the wrong side of every issue. Like Gates talked about Biden being on the wrong side. He's on the wrong side of every issue, too. The stuff that he votes for, the stuff that he votes against, he's a neocon and he's a Republican, quote-unquote. But I want to remind everybody that Bush, under Bush, they covered up the Pat Tillman situation. And Rumsfeld smiled after that hearing. So before we play this, and we're talking about Biden with the situation in Afghanistan— It is both parties, so the whole system needs to be fixed. We need to drain the swamp in every aspect. But I want to play this clip of Jesse Kelly. You know, he's a Marine himself. Uh, He's on Tucker. He never holds back. He's really funny. He's really snarky. We follow him on, you know, Twitter and everything. But here he is with his very self-righteous anger about what happened.
7: What to make of this? Jesse Kelly is the host of The Jesse Kelly Show. He joins us. Jesse, thanks so much for coming on. You're watching this. What what do you think that... What do you think this means? What is going on here exactly? Politics. No patriotism at all. No love of country at all. This is all politics, Tucker. That's why um, I'm as full of hate and rage right now as I have been probably since 9-11. Uh, I know for a fact either mothers or wives or somebody like that, they're getting a phone call tonight or will be getting a phone call shortly, and they're going to find out husband's never coming home again, daddy's never coming home again, my son's never coming home again, and I know for a fact the scumbags in the White House who run this country, they're sitting around a table as we speak, and they're not worried about mommy, they're not worried about daddy, they're not worried about that kid, they haven't shed a single tear for anybody, they're worried about poll numbers, Tucker, they're worried what, yeah. co- what polls well, how, how are we doing with middle-aged women, how, how do you think we did with black people tonight? How do you think we did? These people disgust me. They disgust me as much as the Taliban disgust me. I'm so grossed out by the people who lead this country. Our warriors deserve so much better. They certainly do. I gotta say though, it does feel like potentially a turning point. I mean, this reveals such rot underneath our credentialed class, you know, their claim to power is their expertise. They're good at stuff. You're not, what do you know? You're Jesse Kelly, used to sell RVs, shut up and obey. But they've just revealed that they actually have no idea what they're doing. They can't even withdraw from Afghanistan. So, what change do you imagine going forward this will spur? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely, Tucker. They put Joe Biden in there on purpose. You remember they cleared out the field to put in this old man who's clearly half-functional. Instead of dependable, we got depends in the White House. The guy has no idea what he's doing, and the backup plan is Kamala Harris, who quite literally laid down to get the job. These people don't care about country at all. There's no plan, and that's what's amazing right now, Tucker. None of them, not one person, not Lloyd Austin or Millie or any one of these idiots, none of them are looking in the mirror as you and I are talking and saying saying to themselves, gee, I think I really screwed up. They're all worried about their own rear ends and their pensions and their career, and there's no patriotism anymore, and it makes me want to vomit. Well, Lloyd Austin, at, at the height of this two days ago, reminded us that the real threat is not the Taliban, it's white supremacy in America. It's Trump voters. Said that out loud. Oh, yeah, him and Millie. Millie was in front of Congress, you remember, testifying about white rage and how he wants to understand white rage. Well, we're we're finding out right now what all that's getting us. There are only so many hours in the day. Either you're digging into white rage or you're digging into actually finding a way to exfil your people from Afghanistan without getting slaughtered. This is more than just a national embarrassment. This is an international embarrassment. I can't even imagine what the military planners in China are pouring into the ears of Xi Jinping right now, because I have to be honest, if I were them, I'd be landing on the shores of Taiwan tomorrow, knowing we have a half dead person in the White House.
3: Yeah, we've been talking about that. You know, the chips, they're going to take Taiwan and we're not going to do anything about it. You know, that's the thing. I mean, when I when I heard about this and I saw the pictures, these are kids. They're Marines. Yes, they're highly trained. They're lethal warriors, but they're kids. You look at these pictures. They're like 20, 22, 23 years old. So many of them. You know, we've been doing this for 20 years and people, he he talked about that. I could just, there's a movie called Taking Chance. If you haven't seen it, you really need to see it. This is what happens. This is what happens to the soldiers. And Jim, I want to you know open this up to you because I know that you have done a dignified transfer, but, like, we've been doing this for 20 years, and, and obviously, in this case, it's a mass casualty, you know, so many at the same time. But, I mean, this is – we can't go on like this. They have to be – there has to be accountability. I'm going to get into, you know, get into it a little bit later about the, uh, you know, the Marine lieutenant colonel about that. But, I mean, Jim, you've done a dignified transfer. This is This is really something – this has to change. You know, they left them behind.
6: Jesse Kelly is exactly right what he says, and he's a pretty hardcore person when it comes to this. I'm going to take it one step further because it's more than the pensions. It's more than not caring. It's deliberate.
5: Mm.
6: Who, in their right mind, turns over the External security of Kabul airfield to the Taliban.
3: Taliban.
6: Joe Biden said this. Lloyd Austin said this. General Milley said this. I can count at least five members of that cabinet and the regime who talked about, we trust the Taliban to give them the reins on security of americans in kabul are you insane <laughs> that's not even insanity that's deliberate mm. there is bigger benefactors here than just them guess what who's the key mediator in all of this china
3: mm-hmm.
6: who is setting the conditions the big strategic level conditions of what's going to happen in afghanistan china
3: and which embassies did not get that they, they were not worried about the one, China and Russia.
6: Exactly. And Iran, of course, too. Yeah. Why? Why is not the United States of America dictating the mm-hmm. conditions on how this will go? Why isn't that happening? Do you think Donald Trump would transfer security to the Taliban, no. to radical Islam, to China? We all know he wouldn't do that. That's the reason they wanted him out because Donald Trump was all about America first. We're going to lead from the front, not from behind. And it's insane. But but these people are 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 nasty, dirty, horrible people. They are selling out America because that is the plan. That is the plan and at any cost, economically, militarily, information-wise, uh Politically, diplomatically, it's all happening. They're sitting there saying, what can we do next to further degrade the capabilities and the respect of America in the world? Everything they're doing. We've lost all our friends now. Nobody trusts Mm. America.
3: Yeah. Well, and we'll get into it more after the break. But these are the people that said, oh, we're not respected in the world. Listen, you want your enemies to fear you. Okay? You don't want your enemies to think, oh, well, this guy has an. I like the cut of his jib. I don't care about your jib. I care about your strength. Okay? People want strength, and I guarantee you, I want to talk about this just super quickly after the break, Jim. You're getting a lot of people coming in that are Democrats wanting to switch their party because they're so disgusted about this. That is a good thing to know. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, and we will be right back after the break.
2: More Brook Talks America coming up. Welcome back to Brook Talks America with Brook Says. Connect by email. Info at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brook Says.
3: Welcome back to Brook Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says. And remember to check us out on the social media. Go to the website, brooktalksamerica.com. If you'd like to be a partner with the show or be a sponsor, email me. And also, if you'd like to donate, you can do that as well. Support conservative voices. So, Jim, you mentioned, you know, who about our allies. There was an a, absolutely fire... It was a British PM veteran. I don't remember his rank. He destroyed Biden on the floor of Parliament. This has to be happening all over, like you said. These are the people that think they're the best, the brightest, the super... Oh, they're the smartest... They called Obama the smartest person in the room. He could not run a lemonade stand, okay? He is a, just a typical academic lawyer who doesn't know anything, but he got by because he know how to. He knew, he knew how to play the game and everything like that. But... Yeah. So one of the most atrocious things, you mentioned it, is this situation that we left behind. I want to give a breakdown here. Here's Jim Banks giving a breakdown of what our woke military just gave the people that your sons and daughters have been fighting, dying, getting wounded. And by the way, let us never, ever rem- forget the suicides, more suicides from combat veterans s- than all of the people that have been KIA. Keep that in mind. Okay, so they lo- they're even multiple deployment, co- multiple deployed combat missions. They come back and they lose the battle at home. So that's another thing. So again, if you're you know thinking about that, please call the number. But here's Banks giving a breakdown. It's stunning.
9: My job there was as a foreign military sales officer. So I was on the front lines of uh, acquiring the equipment that the Americans provided and turned over to the Afghan army and the Afghan police. I'm going to read to you. Um, what uh, is so painful for me and so many other, other Afghan veterans who served in that capacity, and others who served as a part of the train, advise, and assist equip effort uh, in helping the Afghans? We now know that due to the negligence of this administration, the Taliban now has accessed over $85 billion worth of American military equipment. That includes 75,000 vehicles over 200 airplanes and helicopters, over 600,000 small arms and light weapons. The Taliban now has more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the countries in the world. But they don't just have weapons. They also have night vision goggles, body armor, medical supplies, and unbelievably, unfathomable unfathomable to me and so many others, is that the Taliban now has biometric devices which have the fingerprints, eye scans and the biographical information of the Afghans who helped us over the last 20 years. And here's what we just learned again in the briefing that we just walked out of is this this administration still has no plan to get this military equipment or these supplies back.
3: Think about that. Not only is that your money as taxpayers, all the stuff that they gave, like Jim said, who is going to trust us? Seriously, I really I, it's it's mind blowing. One of the things, you know, we're, we're supposed to leave no one behind. And by the way, I just thought that it would for reference, it would be important to notice that or reflect that Biden has been in the Vietnam evacuation, the Benghazi failure, and now Afghanistan. So his long career of using the United States government to get rich is also rife with failure, as Gates said, on every possible aspect. There are a lot of people, obviously, including those Marines. You have the 82nd. You have a bunch of people that are in there from the military that they had to send back in because they pulled them out in a stupid, idiotic, dangerous, destructive, and now catastrophic, fatal way Right. But it's also a lot of retired, a lot of people that are helping out with the mission, which is called Operation uh, Pineapple Express. It's the Operation U.S. Special Ops Vets carrying out a mission to save Afghanistan and American vets, uh, allies in Afghanistan. And also, by the way, Beck got about like 5,200 people out that are Christians. Another thing, they want all the Christians out of the Middle East. So I want you to talk about that. I know that you are actually involved with that, Jim.
6: And as we sit here, I just got another text from. An individual says we've identified five people that need to be extracted. Please give me a call. Um, So we'll be working on that this afternoon. Um, These are veterans, patriotic, Mm -hmm. Trump-supporting veterans. I know probably most of them who are involved, um, both around the Tampa Bay area in Florida, um, in D.C., Um, a big role getting logistics, getting the things set up, getting, getting folks embedded already in country to go out and help um, identify and locate people and get them on aircraft to get them out of, out of Kabul. And, you know, the key point there was we're competing with the Taliban and a group called ISIS-K, who also want to get these people. They know who these people are because the Biden regime gave them their identification and, and said, here's who they are, here's where they are. So it's a fight to get to them first so that we can try to get them out safely. And unfortunately, we're having problems as well. Uh, in a mission that we did the other day, we lost three of them mm. trying to get them out. And we're fighting – We're
3: you are fighting against the State Department of this own country, which is insane.
6: This is almost like a three-way battle between us and the Taliban and our own government, Mm -hmm. our own government, the Biden regime, who is trying to block this. They're (laughs) like, you have no business doing this. I can tell you there there are elements in our military who are out there saying, you know what, we're not following the rules of engagement put in place by the biden regime we're going out and Mm -hmm. we're going on our own missions to help get these out and that those these are the patriots who are saying i'm not going to do what they say these are going to be the same people are going to say screw your vaccine i'm not taking the vaccine this is going to be an internal battle within certainly within the pentagon because there are many of us who are we're we're all about america and we're all about doing what's right you're about doing what's right for you and only you and i can tell you from my discussions and my involvement with a lot of these people uh there's a big battle that's that's about to happen internally because people are getting fed up and as you said you know there are people leaving the democrat party we saw this during the walkway movement Mm -hmm. well it's happening on a next level now where people are walking into a Republican headquarters saying, I want to become a Republican right now.
3: Well, that's good. I mean, we don't want to make this about politics, but it's about the failure. And that's why, as we always say, you can only elect. This is why we stress conservatism so much. You have to elect only America, for, not Lindsey Graham Republicans. You're the head of the Republican Party. It's not just about being Republican. It's about being conservative. That's why we emphasize it so much. You can't have Lindsey Graham look. People in the party, you have to have conservative, America first, MAGA agenda people. Before we go, I just want to play this audio. There is one man, okay, Marine Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who is calling for accountability. Who has, by the way, been relieved for command for posting this video. Good thing is is that he will be snapped up and they will put him to good use around the, you know, in the situation, uh, you know, the the uh, retired military situation. But this is this is the kind of courage that we need to see more often, wide, from every institution. Every institution. I want it in the media. I want it in Hollywood. You have to have courage. Courage is going to be necessary to save this country, okay? You will need to sacrifice. The people that founded the country sacrificed. We will need to sacrifice. We haven't done it yet. You haven't punished China at all. Not even a little. We could crush them in a month. We could crush China in a month. If we don't start having some courage and sacrificing, we're going to lose the country. So I want to listen to this awesome clip of this man and uh, this hero.
1: But the reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member has always rose to the occasion and done extraordinary things. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down. And none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying, we messed this up. If an 05 battalion commander has uh, the simplest live fire incident EO complaint, boom, fired. But we have a secretary of defense that testified to Congress in May that the Afghan National Security Force could withstand the Taliban advance. We have chairmen of Joint Chief who the command is a member of that, who's supposed to advise on military policy. We have a Marine combatant commander. All of these people are supposed to advise, and I'm not saying we've got to be in the in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying, did any of you throw your rank on the table and say, Hey, it's a bad idea to evacuate Bagram airfield, the strategic airbase, before we evacuate everyone? Did anyone do that? And when you didn't think to do that, did anyone raise their hand and say, We completely messed this up? I've got battalion commander friends right now that are posting similar things, and they're saying, you know. Wondering if it, all the lives were lost, and, and if it was in vain, all those all those people that we've lost over the last know, twenty years. And he goes on to say that we're all part of a chain. While every link may not be tested, the strength of the chain is only as strong as each link, and you got to be, you know, good link, something like that. And what I'll say is, and from my position, potentially all those people did die in vain if we don't have senior leaders that own up and and raise their hand and say, we did not do this well in the end. Without that, we just keep repeating the same mistakes. This amalgamation of the economic slash corporate slash political slash higher military ranks are not holding up their end of the bargain. I want to say this very strongly. I have been fighting for 17 years. I am willing to throw it all away to say to my senior leaders, I demand accountability.
3: 1-202-224-3121. Demand accountability. Demand accountability from all of these people whose salaries you pay, whose they work for you. This is the problem, America. They work for us, not the other way around. We are not subservient to these people. They are our employees. Make them accountable to you. You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm here with Colonel Jim, and we will see you next week.